Yo, yo, what's up? It's Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, 90s, and sometimes the... Sometimes from the 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. Uh, remember Conan O'Brien's bit about in the year 2000? Yeah, that was fun. Isn't that weird to think that that's like, now it's like in the year 2020? Yeah, that was back in like 97, 98. Yeah. Uh, not do a you, bad bit. Do you think he had a, uh, got fake hair, Conan? I don't know. I mean, he I've definitely... always thought about it. It definitely looks weird now that I'm thinking about it. Like, that, he, he probably, he's rich enough where he probably just got plugs. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's like his look, though. Like, I feel like if it was fake, you wouldn't want to be calling that much attention to it, right? Well, I think you're, 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 you're already that he, invested. He's in it. too deep. Yeah, he's in way too deep. Um, don't, wouldn't you feel like if you were Conan, just like, let me just do a different haircut? What would it look Speaking like? Speaking of haircuts, you just got one. That's right. Yeah, you're looking fresh. It took about. Took took well. So everything's been closed for the last six months due to COVID, and it was a couple months before that that I even got a haircut. So I'm looking at about eight months. I had to pull it back like a jackass. Yeah, you were um, Samurai. Samurai John. Samurai John. Ooh, maybe that's your new nickname. No, we already we already have it. You can't. That's, I don't look like that anymore. Yeah, that's true. Damn it. Now you're Soldier John. Casual John. Casual John. Generic John. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but no, for real, we do have nicknames. Uh. Tommy Trash and Johnny Junk. Yep. Do you want to do the drops? Uh, yeah. Let's do. Uh, let's do the Trash Man. Okay. The classic. Okay, folks. The guy in front of you is Tommy Trash. 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 You are one pathetic loser. I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. Awesome. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. Always classic. <laughs> and the Johnny Junk, of course. Here's Johnny Junk. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Junk. 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 I'm back, baby. Wow. What have even better even better uh but yeah we've uh we've been um looking forward to doing some of these uh different shows we've kind of sometimes um we'll take a break from a show if it's really bad or if uh we try not to do too many in a row so that we way did, we did one of these ones right we've done a two of these now two of i these. believe which ones did we do we did one called sarah's friends uh where oh, she yeah. was like worked in a mortuary and like the bodies would come to life in the middle of the night that's fun yeah and then we did one other one. Oh, the consumers, where they went, they worked in a grocery store and they were stealing the young people's bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a great one. That was fun too. This show was a lot of fun. It is. I had to uh, search through a lot of this to uh, find the episodes that uh, we're talking about today. But yeah. But before we get into that, before we get into that, I'm uh, been staring at my phone, waiting my Nintendo Switch to show up. It's 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 within an hour or two apparently. Yeah, you're like a little kid waiting for Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's have like you know. For me growing up, I never got anything in Christmas. <laughs> this, this is like a kid waiting for their first Christmas, basically. Yeah. Uh, speaking as from someone who already has a Nintendo Switch, it is a blast. I'm pretty sure you're going to love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, when I lived in Oakland, used to bring it over all the time. We'd play it. Yeah, that's what's that's what's fun about it, too, is that it does travel. Like, I was thinking about doing that. Uh, uh, I know there's a lot of people who we work with who also have Nintendo Switches. Yeah, we um, Eddie and I were talking about it. Uh, shout out to Eddie. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Um, we were talking about, um, on lunch break when, if, uh, we happen to have a couple of us that all have the Switches, we could go play some Mario Kart and just, just hell yeah, that'd be so much fun to do. It is. The control's a little small with it, but it's so much fucking fun. It's worth it. You can yeah. still play on it for sure. Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, we were talking about games. You, you recommended, uh, Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. Total blast. It's one of the better games I've played for a long time where I just, I couldn't put the, put it down. Hmm. Did you find it, it, is it like like um, Mario 64 kind of thing? You know, I never played Mario 64. I only played it um, in like years after it came out. Like, well, you're in luck because they just re-released it for Nintendo Switch. I saw they, they had a bundle, uh, like like three of them. I think it's like uh, the one I never played was the, the one with the water. Sunshine. Sunshine, Mario which Sun I've heard actually is pretty good. I played it. I don't think I ever beat it, um, but I never played Galaxy either. See, I have all these blank spots uh I gotta so, catch gotta up on. Might as well. 
Um, but yeah, no, I'm super excited. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I guess there's a big group, like you said, at work. We're going to be doing um, Mario Kart Nights. Yeah, with a bunch of us. There's probably there's probably about like eight of us. That's uh, fun. That that we work with that uh, um, are really into it. And one of them apparently has been winning all the time. So I'm going to come take a take the crown, take him off his throne, and throw him down the stairs. Nice. Maybe yeah. uh, once uh, you get your Nintendo Switch, we can read our friend codes and uh, for all the shorties and spookies out there. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, because I don't think they can message you. I think you can just play against them. Yeah. Which is good. It's enough anonymity for us. Yeah, we, we, get, we get some weird messages. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to have you in the studio again. Um, That's right. We, the, We're still in COVID, so the, we need to talk about our picks. Oh, yeah, we do. Do you have um, any ready to go? Uh, you do. I do. Go you ahead. Can tell by my shit-eating grin. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I've been reading a book lately that I want to recommend. Uh, it's by an author who I like. I've read one of his other series uh, called The Reality Dysfunction. It's an author named Peter F. Hamilton. Uh, I think he's British. Um, he writes these really long science fiction, like space opera books that I love. And I'm reading one right now called Pandora's Star. And it's basically about like opening wormholes that take you from planet to planet, kind of like the Farcasters from Hyperion, except uh, they're going to explore parts of space that they've never been to before. So it's kind of like a first contact book mixed with, uh, you know, not a time travel, but a uh, space travel book. And uh, I'm only about, I don't know, 25% of the way through it, according to my Kindle. And man, I can't put it down. I read it on my lunch break today. Nice. Yeah. I've been uh, reading on my lunch breaks, like when the random days when you and my other close friends at work aren't there, I just go and sit at the park and... What have you been reading? Uh, I told you, I've been reading the um, the the fan story from oh, the yeah. Silo Saga. Silo 18 from yep. uh, Hugh Howey's universe. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Cool. And it... this is written by a fan, right? He yeah. Was, Hugh Howey was cool enough to be like, Open anyone... Up- yeah, anyone open up who the wants universe to. and and it's it's really cool because like one of the, my favorite ones is the one about when um the, they go dark or whatever uh huh whatever silo that number that was when they like yeah it's like, like silo one, thirty going dark or some yeah shit. and it just was so interesting I remember like like just enjoy, enjoying that but um my well hold on I didn't get to say mine oh shit so <laughs> Pandora's Star by uh, um Peter F. Hamilton is gonna be my pick, pick of, of the week. All right. All right. Well, now my, you can do yours. Mine's kind of dumb and generic, but um, and I may have done it before, but um, I was recently outside of reading the silos, the book, um, Silo Teen. I've been going back and rereading my Calvin and Hobbes uh, collections. Oh, you haven't done this yet. I have not. No, I didn't no. think so. But um, I have pretty much every single collection um, from the Calvin and Hobbes uh, from Bill Watson, Watterson. He's still alive, right? Yeah. Okay. He just stopped doing it because he didn't like the way that the they were making the comics smaller and smaller. Man, that's a drag. Like, yeah. And he, if you ever see anyone that has like the Calvin and Hobbes, uh, like pissing on like a Chevy or some shit, or even a T-shirt, like uh-huh. that, that's not never buy that stuff because it's not he never, licensed. Yeah, it's not licensed. But um, this one I'm gonna recommend the collection called uh, Homicidal. Good lord, called Homicidal Psycho Jungle Cat, and the the. The picture's great. It's uh, Hobbs attacking Calvin in the middle of the night in the hallway. and um, one, it, Easily the best, in my opinion, the best comic of all time. Yeah, it's a great strip. Uh, it's really a shame. I wish he would license it to do like a cartoon or something. I feel no, like it I think could he, be... I think he, he left it the perfect... It, it's like when you're... It'd be like if your favorite band like dicked out, dicked out, ducked out right at the perfect time. Well... Like, that's what happened with Gary Larson from the Far Side. He's doing Far Sides again. He is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I love the Far Side. Came out of retirement. I used to have a, the, the little day calendar thing of that. Cool. Yeah. So it's called Homicidal Jungle Cat. Homicidal, homicidal Psycho Jungle Cat. Cool. And it's like a collection from like a one year to another year kind of thing. Um, and then the the strips have a narrative to them, right? From one to another to kind of make an overarching story. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's mostly just. It just shows, like, you know, it, it, it. the thing that's great about it is it, it has the, is if you were, when you're a little kid, you can relate to Calvin. You're like, I hate school. I hate I eating my vegetables. Yeah, I always want to, you know, go sledding. And then it also has a thing with the parents, too, where the dad's, like, kind of kind of a square, but he also is, like, 
really into biking and being fit, but he also loves the kid. And the mom's like the same thing, kind of too. And it just, I think it's got a, such a, a wide. Um, it's got a heart. It's got a heart. Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes, baby. And you got a, your best friend is your fucking stuffed animal. No, he's not a stuffed animal. He's a, he's a real cat. He's a living yeah. tiger. Yeah. Um. Cool. But yeah, that was mine. That's your what? That was my pick of the, pick of the week. week. Uh, did you have a favorite comedy strip growing up? Uh, I really like Bizarro. Of course. Play the drop. <laughs> I'm not even. All right, fine. Here's Bizarro Sorrow real quick. How bizarre. Bizarro vision. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Awesome. And what about comic book? Oh, I read tons of comic books. What about, like, 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 like what do you think your top tier? My favorite comic book series is called The Max. Got a tattoo of it right here. The Max? Yeah. Like M-A-X? Two X's. Whoa. Very, very cool. If there was three in there, it'd be a little. They different. made a uh, they made a cartoon for MTV out of the comics uh, book, so like where they actually filmed the pages, narrated over it, and then animated new stuff. Oh, that's cool. So what what's it about? Uh, it's about uh, basically a superhero that lives in your head and helps you deal with your issues instead of just killing bad guys. Is that what the first thing in my head is called? Yeah. Uh, so like everybody has like a weird outback place where they're a king or queen and they rule, and then. That that sounds okay. This sounds lame, but just check it out. It's called the Max. It's awesome. That that's called alcohol for me. Yeah, lives in my head and tells me everything's fine. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. What uh, do you want to get into it? Yeah, that's what we do here. We talk about anthology shows, so it's time to get down to brass tacks. Yeah. All right. So the you picked this episode out. You said you kind of come through a couple of this uh, the the episodes of this series. Um, yeah, a lot of them or... are very very similar. So oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's Fox. Yeah. So it's usually like somebody does something and then the ghosts scare them and it doesn't really have much of a second act or even a third. So it's just kind of a setup. So when I saw this one, this one made me laugh. So uh, it has some interesting... Uh, a good actor in it too. Yeah. He's a, he's big. He's He's been in a ton of shit. Yeah. I actually was looking at his IMDb. He's done a lot of work. He's like been in the Fast Board and Furious Empire, movies. Yeah. He's, everything. He gets around. He kind of looks like, uh, I was saying, it looks like Christy Elia and Kid Rock had a kid. Yeah, or like um, Corey, Corey's older brother from Boy Meets World. Shh, Eric? Eric, yeah. His name is Eric. I know. What, I think that's kind of what it was like making me be like, ah, Eric Duke was his name, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, this whoa, is whoa, called. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is called. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I'm just going to say what the name of the episode okay, is. Okay, okay. So this episode is uh, we're doing is Ghost Stories, which is on Fox Family. Um, it is uh, season one, episode eight, Cold in the Grave. And do you have the uh, when it aired? Uh, this was oct- almost 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 exactly yeah, seventeen like years. October third, nineteen ninety seven. Good times. Yeah, good we, year. That's actually like twenty three years ago. That's back when Conan O'Brien was still doing year two thousand yeah. stuff. Wow, full circle. <laughs> We have not written any of this out, too. Uh, directed by Joe Weicha and written by Frederick Rappaport, which I was curious to see if that was Michael Rappaport's brother, but I don't know who it is. He, he's written a bunch of stuff, and in fact, the director, Joe Weicha, he directed eight episodes of Ghost Stories, including Stara's Friends. Oh, really? The episode we already watched and oh, yeah. weren't wild about. But What else? Is he, let's see. The most recent thing he's done is Hellfire Heroes. Eh. That's not bad. I don't know what that is. Free promo. Yeah. Well, that was IMDb Arch for you. Yep. I M D B Um, but let's do uh, some drinking game rules. Wow. Sorry. He also does. He must be Canadian because there's a show called The Boneyard with George Saint Pierre. Oh, the uh, fighter? The fighter, yeah. Must, it's got to be Canadian because he's Canadian. He's yeah. French Canadian. He's a good guy. He's a good fighter, too. Yep. Um, hey. Hey, bud. Hey, what's up? Um, we, we, we love uh, George, John... Wait, was it? George, George St. Pierre. Pierre. <laughs> what did you say? John Cena? I don't know what the John hell is. John Cena? John C. Pierre. Um, yeah, but anyway, let's um, do our drinking game rules. So I think there's a very easy one. Go for it. Every time they say or show a refrigerator, yep, take a drink. Yep. Um, every time they mention his uh, divorce, <laughs> take a drink. Yep. 
Also, every time he takes a drink, because he drinks a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, not that much compared to us. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know. You're like, wow, they're really painting this guy as a successful guy compared to me. Yeah, I mean, he is, uh, what do they call him, the, like the fridge whiz or something like that? <laughs> I wrote it down somewhere here. He is the uh, Surgeon General of Refrigerators. Isn't the Surgeon General, like, like the one that's like the government thing, like considered like a total laugh, too? Like, yeah, I don't think they actually do any surgery. No. No. And they're just like basically like being like, yeah, cigarettes might kill you. <laughs> they're like, I'm getting paid to say might. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, this, uh, what do you think of the intro? Oh, the ripped, the ripped horn? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, his voice is so distracting. It's like one of those voices that makes you want to clear your own throat. Yeah. I had to, uh, I actually, like, started it, got, like, just through the intro, and I was like, I didn't actually look at what was happening. I was <laughs> listening to him. And then I wrote down, um, the, the first, like, three people that they show, like, through the filter, just look at their, their interns. Like, they don't even look like actors or, like, in, they're anything. It's like, looks like they just went through their office and, like, just look surprised for a second. Well, it's funny that you mention that. It's just uh, because the woman in the rain at the very end, she's, uh, this actress, she's actually worked in the wardrobe department. And she was re- reeled in. No. Yes. To really? be an actress. Yes. Jesus. I, so I wasn't wrong. No, you were right, dude. It literally, it's just they're like, ah, we don't have people. We can't afford this. This season, it's only, what, one season of, like, 30 episodes or something like that? I think it's, like, 40 episodes. Like, Ugh, they really packed them in there. grueling yeah. doing that. That's why What's-His-Name is, like, fucking eight credits on it. They're just like, hey, you want to show up tomorrow for work? Sure. Okay, see ya. <laughs> They're banging on a whole episode every yeah. day. Um, he talks about the need for human companionship. Yeah. And we fade into this bar, this rainy day, rainy night bar. And our protagonist, his name is Eric Duke. Is uh, picking up chicks. He's uh, isn't that the name of like a white supremacist or something like that too? Eric Duke. There's like that really f- something Duke. David David Duke. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking of Raul Duke from uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Who's he? That's uh, what Hunter's Thompson goes by in the book. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's his uh, pen name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Eric is uh, just recently divorced a month ago. A month ago, and they and I'm like. You're that, like, disgruntled? Like, obviously, it hurts, but you're, like, you're acting like this has been, like, a month is a long time, is what they're trying to be, like, like, well, I haven't gotten fucking... I haven't got laid in a month. Uh, What do you think his wife divorced him for? Um, (laughs) Having sex with a fridge? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Being too cold. Uh, Trying to shove her into a fridge all the time. I like that, being too cold. Yeah. That's clever. I like it. Uh Uh-huh. Um... But yeah, just just one month, and uh, so he's like, turns Hitting around, on yeah, he, he hits on the girl right next to him, and he's like, guess what, I'm divorced. <laughs> I got the papers right here to prove it. I'm like, is that something that you do when you're divorced? You're like, check it out, no ring anymore, you can see where it used to be, right? Yeah, uh, it's like, I really like to fit, bring up my failed marriages, but also, the, the woman he's hitting on is like wearing like a mini skirt, and he's dressed in okay. a baggy sweatshirt. He's... I, I wrote that nothing like a plain white sweatshirt to put the vibe out there. <laughs> like uh, that, that is just asking for it. Like when you wake up the next morning, you like you have like you get drunk and you like eat pizza and you just get like the fucking. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised there wasn't a pizza stain on it. I, that would have been so good. If it was <laughs> like well, that wouldn't have been perfect because like he's you know he's the sad you know divorced guy in his probably early thirties and like he's trying to he's spin just it. eating pizza and, and you know he's he's not really taking care of himself. He's doing laundry once a month. Well, I'm just, if this is where he's at after one month, imagine how dark a place he was in after a week. Well, I mean, it, all it took was one month and one hour, and everything changed. Yeah. So he's hitting on this lady, and I wasn't sure if she was supposed to be a babe, but I guess it's a babe for Fox Family Channel. Yeah, it was. They got to be a little conservative with that. Um, but uh, he, she won't even let her him buy her a drink. Nope. He's like, all right, women's liberation. That's cool with me. Yeah. Ugh, so cringy. And then he, um, he's talking about, uh, he's talking to the other guy. Like, like she, she leaves, mm-hmm. and, like, his homie rolls up, and he's like, okay, oh, that was another drinking rule for me. What? Every time the that guy says, yo, Rick, or yo, Ricky. Yo, and they also call him Duke, too, yeah. yeah. But they always say yo. Yeah. They're always like, yo, Rick, what's up, yo, Ricky. They got a good, they got a cool relationship. Um, so he... Talks to his friend and uh, goes chasing after this girl outside, basically. Yeah, he's a sleazy piece like, of shit. And he's like, 
I'm going to go reel her in or something like that. Well, he says, all I want is a little tenderness. I want to sample life's pleasures. I just cringed so hard when he said that. And then we get outside. So wait, just real quick. His buddy shows up and he says this analogy, and I wasn't really sure what it was supposed to be. It seemed a little risque where he says, there's plenty of fish in the sea. You just got to keep your bait fresh and your line in the water. I'm like, Ugh. is that about shaving your pubes? Like, is yeah. he talking about his dick? Clean your dick and keep it, cl- <laughs> you know, shaved. <laughs> keep your line in the water. Oh, my God. Nope. Nope. Don't do that. They're like, this is as risky as we can do it for Fox Family Channel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, and he tells them, you know, he's going after her. And he's like, yep, reel her in slow. Uh, and then, was she smoking a clove? The woman? Yeah. Yeah, she, I think it was a black cigarette, so yeah, was, and, you know, or a Nat Sherman or one of those. Because she's a single woman at the bar, she can't light her own cigarette, you know? She's struggling with that thing, that stupid fucking 90s cliche. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, he, he, boom, lights it right up. Yeah. And uh, so, wait, also, I thought it was funny, the, the, the lady, she makes a phone call from a phone booth that's inside the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's I've, a thing. I don't. I guess it's a thing. I've never seen anything like it. But it is a thing. Okay, um, it was a thing. I guess you could say, just like smoking inside of a bar. Mm, that Good old so days. Much fun. <laughs> I one time uh, when I was in the Czech Republic, I the, the, at the Hard Rock Cafe, you could smoke cigarettes in there, and I smoked a cigarette while I was eating a burger, which sounds gross, but it felt like I was king of the world, man. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> Just like killing myself in two different ways. Yeah, two different ways, and I'm sure you probably had some uh, beer. Alcohol. Yeah, some yeah, beer. Definitely three oh. different ways. Yeah, because now you have to do like, you know, only two of them at a time. You can only do the cigarettes. And, you know, I, 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 a couple like six months ago, went somewhere where you, we, uh, she, she smoked in her apartment, uh-huh. and I had a cigarette in the apartment, and it just felt so strange sitting on a couch smoking a cigarette. Okay. Sorry, this thing was making a little. Oh, there. Oh, yeah, it was not flush against there. Uh, but it was interesting. Yes. So, uh, he offers to to give this girl a ride home since she's waiting, and he goes, "As long as you don't mind riding with the fridge," and he's got a fridge standing up in the back of his truck. Yeah, and he. Uh, do you do you know what he describes himself as? A major appliance troubleshooter. Like and he's service. he's proud. He oh, yeah. loves working with refrigerators. And he's at your service. Like, do you think that that's like he's like, I can I can fix your appliance. I too. can service you. Yeah, I can service you. Um, and then he's just drinking and driving. Yeah, he brought a flask of booze to the bar. Yeah, and he, straight alcoholic. And he and he uh, they're, they're driving back, and she's you know getting kind of like, Ugh, what did I get myself into? This actually was this part actually made me feel creepy. Yeah, he does a pretty good job of, like, keeping it grounded. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of, like, these true crime, like, documentaries and stuff. And, like, this is, like, very, like, she's, like, talking, like... They have the reenactments. This is what it kind of looks like. Yeah, well, it was just, like, you know, she's, like, wait, this isn't the way we go. Like, this is not our normal thing. And, and this he's, the like, first... he's, like, no, this is the scenic route. This is a different way of taking the back roads kind of thing. And, and then he's, like, here, just have a swig. Like, he just passed her a flask. And she says no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're in Medford. I wonder if this is Medford, Massachusetts. Oh, uh, that's like where my that's where my dad's from. I googled Medford, and it said I think uh, probably North Oregon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, just based on the because Medford in in Massachusetts is like a very like a a town, not like a very rural place. Well, yeah, they take a detour. This is the scenic route. Yeah, and they go through the woods. And uh, yeah, this is the red flags for the uh, the woman. Her name is Lena. Uh, and uh, he once... tries to make a move. Yeah, he tries to make a move. He's talking about how refrigerators are his life, and I was like, well, no wonder he's divorced. Um, yeah, well, because he's so cold. Yeah, and in fact, she he says that about her. He goes, "You just like my ex wife, colder than the coldest refrigerator." Yeah. <laughs> like he loves it. Yeah, no, he does. He this tr- is his life. You know, if you didn't have all this predatory behavior, I'd be very happy for him. Yeah. He loves what he does, but <laughs> he also does really dumb things uh, very shortly. I mean, like, I'd like to see him before his divorce, like, if that was significantly different. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I wrote down that he says, he goes, You can learn a lot from a fridge. Low maintenance, dependable, 
serves ice cold beer day and night and lets you take what you want with no complaints. Yeah. Uh, you know, there is one little problem with that. If uh, if they're so dependable, why is he having to fix these fridges all the time? That's all he does. This guy's job is his fixing refrigerators 24-7. And in his free time, too, it seems like that's his hobby and his work. In in Medford, uh, Oregon, I think everyone is required to have four fridges <laughs> in their house. Because there's one, like, there's scenes when he's, like, just going, like, fridge to fridge in different rooms. Like, living room fridge, like... There's kitchen three in fridge. his living room. Yeah. And then there's, I think, multiple ones in his kitchen. And I, when you see the establishing shot, there's fridges outside in his yard, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Imagine living near this guy and just being like, locking doors at <laughs> night. So, yeah. Take a drink for every fridge you see. Be oh, careful. He, oh, he took. He was drinking, too, as well. So. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of drinking game rules. Uh, yeah. So, she's. Uh, he, he makes a move on her. And she. It's not having it. Not having it. Jumps out of the car. Makes a big. Number one rule when you run away from a car of someone who's trying to assault you. I think I know it. What, do you want to take a guess? Don't run away in front of the car. Don't run away in front of the car is exactly correct. Uh, and don't run like like you're like a, a, <clears throat> throw your, your arms side like to side. Lots of raptor arms kind of thing. Um, it made me think of uh, what we were talking about off air. It made me think of um, scary movie the opening scene with uh, Drew Barry or not Drew Barrymore the other one. She was in Carmen Electra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, what happened to her? Uh, I'm sure. She got old and irrelevant. Yeah. I'm sure she probably still... Smoke show. No. You don't think so? I mean, I mean, she probably has the money for it. Let's just see here. <laughs> John fiercely typing. Carmen Electra now. It's a porn site. Yeah, she looks a little... Weird. Scary, like she's had some work done, but she's still a babe. Okay. Hey. Hey. We love babes. What's up, babe? Uh, so this babe is in trouble. Uh, once she's running away from the truck, uh, uh, Eric deliberately hits her with the truck. But also slams on the brakes at the same time. Yeah, I love the brake sound effects. And I you... think that's because, that mean that, not to go too much farther ahead, but that shows that, like, that's why, she, that's why she's also... I don't um... know if she is alive. Oh, I think she is. No, there's no way she could be because later on they say that he's been out of work for a full month. No, 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 no. I don't mean like I think she survives the initial. Oh, that's she, what I'm saying. Because like, then you, you have uh, the you know the little hand jump out when yes. So basically, what happens is he runs runs her down, slams on the brakes, kind of halfway through it, so she's not fully dead, unbeknownst to you at the moment, and then. He takes her and puts her in the old fridge, yeah. which is, you know, a little callback to her, to him being like, hope you don't mind riding with the fridge, yeah. you know, sort of being like, this is what's going to end up happening. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, yes. There we are. Ah. Uh, so he throws her in the fridge, and not only is uh, he trapping her in there, he then takes it and pushes her into a lake. Well, So, so yeah, he, uh, he throws her in this fridge, uh, and right before he... Tossed her in this like river lake thing, she uh, you know she does like the um the shredder hand as I always call that. Oh yeah, from Shredder Two, you know, or like in the the shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where he always has the hand come out and like poof, like I'm still alive. Yeah, also like kind of like the opposite of Terminator where he goes down into the lava. Yes, yeah, it's it's the the shredder is a backwards Terminator. That makes yeah. sense. That's a t-shirt. Uh, I think yeah, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> I think the opposite. I think. Terminator is an opposite Shredder. Okay. I mean, that's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. I, I fully support that. Okay, good. I'm glad you're on the board. Um, welcome aboard. Hey, bud. Uh, and then also, um, so he, he gets her in there and he... She's screaming. She goes... She's basically saying she's not dead and let me out all yeah. over and over again. It reminded me of Monty Python. What part? Yeah. I'm not dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, that movie's so good. I just watched Life of Brian the other day, like two days ago. It is unbelievably densely packed with funny jokes. Like those guys were are literally the Beatles of of sketch of comedy. comedy of yeah. sketch comedy. It's like just there's not a single missed opportunity, opportunity line delivery. Um, I love just the the scene where they're stoning the old man for saying Jehovah. Uh huh. And it's women playing. Or it's men playing women playing men. Yeah. And it's just such a good scene. I love it. Man, I got to watch that movie too, man. It's on, uh, I think it's on 
Netflix. There's a lot of them, and there's like best bits and all this these yeah. little documentary things about it. Anyway, so yeah, he he floats her out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that fridge is a pretty good um, float. Floats float quite a bit, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, all right, well that's over with. Goes back home. Uh, of course, he needs to grab a, another beer. He hasn't had enough booze tonight. Yep. Hasn't made enough bad decisions. Um, and uh, when he hears, he starts hearing in his head the voice of the girl pleading to be let out. And so he goes to his fridge, and there's actually a really cool jump scare. Yeah. That, uh, that actually made me, I, not lying, I did. Like, the first time I watched it, I, I didn't, like, jump, but I was just like, oh. Yeah, it has the sound cue that definitely gets you, but it's uh, it's really cool. It's like a zombified hand reaching out to grab him. Um and then it also shows inside his fridge. He like looks in there. The only thing in his fridge is like beer. It's just beers. And then also what looks like to me a plate of sliced onions. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't decide. I couldn't tell what that was either. I was like, did this guy just like get drunk and like go be like, I'm gonna get some beer and some onions, some onions, some dude food. Yeah, nothing but pickles and jerky. I picture it most likely actually being like. You know, one of his, like, friends is probably, like, married and successful, so, like, came over and, like, made him dinner and was like, here, let me leave you the onions, you know, like. They're feeling bad for him. Yeah, and they're, like, going home to their wife and kid, like. Well, his best friend works with him. I wonder, he doesn't have any other people in his life, it seems. What was his name? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't write it. bother writing it down. I, th- I don't know if he even has uh, an actual name. Um, I just, yeah, I don't I, think I just wrote has... Buddy. Yeah. Hey, Buddy. Uh yeah, there. I don't think he. Uh, nope, they don't. They don't have a name for him. That's cool. Um, so the next day, Eric goes to work at his place of business, Skinner's Appliance. Skinner, very nice for those of you playing that at home. Short and spooky drinking game. Every right. time there's a Simpsons reference, that's a drink. All right. Um, so his buddy uh basically says, "Wow, man, you look like shit. You must have fucking landed that fish last night." Yeah. And Eric shows no remorse. He is a stone-cold killer. He murdered somebody in cold blood, and it's totally fine with it. He's a psycho. Yep. Um, So he's sent out to make a house call to fix a fridge. and uh, Oh, this lady. This is really bitchy woman. I Uh, thought he was going to kill her, too. (laughs) I wouldn't have blamed him for that one. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, he's only uh, kills like some woman who he's... Well, I guess he was drunk at the time. But he was probably drunk fixing this fridge too. I like to think of oh, him yeah, as yeah. He permanently is. sauced up. Um, but this woman, she complains about having a broken fridge for two weeks. So not only does he fix fridges, but he's not good at. It. Well, I mean, it's maybe, maybe it's Skinner's. Is he's good at fixing them? Skinner's is bad at getting them the parts out, in the, the parts. If you're an appliance them, workshop, yeah. yeah, you got to keep that in stock, dude. Yeah, because I mean, because they, you know, he's the he's the general surgeon of fridges, man. I love that the woman too, this uh, bitchy woman who's who's having her fridge worked on. She's gossiping with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, ever since his dog uh, Bowser has been crapping, crapping in my garden. Well, yeah, but she also says something that's telephony funny. Where she's like, "It's been hell sharing my re- neighbor's refrigerator." And I was like, oh "My God, what a cunt!" Like she's yeah. like, can't just whatever. She she plays it well. You end up hating this woman. That means in, it's credit to the actress. Yes, yeah, in like the forty five seconds that she's on screen, you're like she's probably the most memorable character, to be honest. Um, um and then uh, she she's like, well, open it up to make sure it works. Yeah, he he's fr- starting to freak out. He's hearing her voice again, um, the voice of the dead woman. Yeah, he doesn't want to open it up, and he does. And in and, and she he's like, you saw it, you saw it. Well, what he sees is he sees uh, the woman, yeah. and she's, like, dead and decomposing and uh, has, like, icicles, like, falling off her nose and stuff, mm-hmm. which, again, like, I'm surprised this was on Fox Family. Like, it looks good. I was surprised as well. Sorry, I didn't be down there. It's okay. Maybe you're just hungry. Maybe we should take a little break and do some candy talk. All right, yeah. I'm not hungry, but I'll, I'll eat some candy. Yeah. I, uh, twist my arm, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got some new candy to talk about. Uh, j- just to finish the thought real quick right there, so because that's the end of the scene. Uh, yeah. She thinks he means um, that she, that the light was on when the fridge opened, so it's working. Yes. She's like, yeah, I saw the light was on. Like, no, it's okay. And then, yeah. And then he kind of like scrambles off, and we're going to scramble off. Ooh, nice segue. And eat some candy. All right, we'll be back right after this. Bye. 
find that devil. All right, and we are back from our little break. Uh, trying to do one of our favorite segments around here. Yes, sir. Candy talk. Yes. And that means I, I want candy. I do, too. I want candy. I mean, I, I did. I had it. Well, I just played the drop, so. Oh. There we go. Hey. So cool. Hey, a Simpsons reference. Yep, there you go. Take a drink. Yep. Um, but yeah, we uh, we tried a candy uh, called Starburst Swirlers. Swirlers. Which yeah. I was... Uh, uh, the other day at work, John and I were taking a break, and we were at the gas station, and I, I saw these, and I thought they were the Twizzler ones that they used to have way back in the in the 90s, which were amazing. Well, these are chewy sticks. They have um, two different flavors rolled into one, and yeah. they're... They're they're a stick form of, yeah. of uh, Starburst Square. Approximately... Two and a half, three inches long, which is totally respectable amount of size. Yep, and girth <laughs> still gets the still yeah, still gets the job done. Yeah, um, but it's a mix of flavors. I got cherry lemon, strawberry orange, and cherry strawberry. And uh, I gotta say, I love these sticks. These are great sticks. It's kind of like a regular Starburst. They leave me satisfied. They, it's like it's like a bigger Starburst. With two flavors mixed together, so what more could you ask for? Yeah, and it, it's sort of it's not as dense as like as the square kind of. It's kind of like it's chewier. It's chewier, yeah. Yeah, it's I like, gave them when I when I bought them at work the other day. I gave them to a bunch of people, and um, it was they, were, they were hits all around. Gave them to one of our bosses, uh, both of my bosses, and uh, they loved them. Came back an hour later and told me, "Hey, winner, winner." Cool. So uh, um, we're going to give these a thumbs up, I think. Oh, I'm chomping into another one after the end of the episode. Very nice. So for those of you out there, uh, go ahead and grab some Starburst swirlers. A little pricey. And then there's a lot of... But oh, oh here's the other thing um, we were talking about when we had them the other day at work was um, there's the package, and then they're, they're all individually packaged, too. They're individually wrapped. So if you're... you know, Throw in your co- lunchbox. Well, well, it's also with the COVID and everything going on, you can bring these in... Uh, Hang them out, hand them out to your friends. You don't have to worry about COVID. Just have them take it out of the big pack. So cool. Yeah. I wonder if that's why they did them that way. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to Starburst. Shout out to Starburst. You're killing it. Always have. Mm-hmm. Always will. Best jelly beans in the game. Really? Starburst jelly beans? I don't think I've ever had those. My God. Let's get them for another episode coming oh, up. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. You know what the best part about it? But no black jelly beans in those. Good. Yep. The purple one, you don't have to worry about that secretly being, you the, know. The black licorice? Yeah. I feel like black licorice and peppermints and all that stuff, it's like, that's old people candy before like they had like contraptions that could come up with all this fake flavor. Yeah. They had to like eat like black licorice was they were, the sweetest thing they, they could get. Weren't they talking about that on, on Doughboys or something where they were talking about how like it was all just like basically medicine that they turned into being like, yeah. oh, this is candy actually now. Yeah, basically. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's get back to, uh, the episode. Back to, uh, Fox Ghost Stories. Yeah, we just got, um, uh, we just got done with, uh, gossipy neighbor lady. Uh-huh. She, uh... Her client. Yes. Uh, and we've just seen that the woman's decomposing body in the fridge trips him out. So what does he do? Eric goes to a local diner, uh, to have have, s- have a smoke. <laughs> have a smoke and a coffee. Yep. Uh, as you will in a diner. And uh, while he's there, there's a, on the radio a news report that talks about a missing woman um, that he is responsible for throwing in a refrigerator. And then in the water. Yeah. That's like and covering then, your covering your bases a little bit, you know? So he clearly is a regular here, and um, or either, either a regular client or regularly servicing this place because they recognize him. Maybe he's a big name around town. Everyone knows he's him as the, the fridge he's guy. He's the general surgeon, baby. <laughs> yeah, this is where they call him the general surgeon general of refrigerator refrigerators. Um, but the, they, uh, yeah, they they have a refrigerator that's they, on the fritz, and he's trying to split. And they do not take no for an answer, just like he didn't take no for an answer. So this is kind of coming back to him. Wow, it's all and coming then, together. And then uh, they they basically are like, our fridge is fucked up, and we need you to come work on this, and force him into this it's the strangest back room I've ever seen in a restaurant ever, well, and I've worked in many restaurants. Yeah, when you worked in a restaurant, did you accidentally ever leave on the smoke machine? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, turn the lights off? 
<laughs> you know, those dark, dingy back rooms yeah. where everything gets prepped in the dark. Actually, you know what? That is one thing that I, I will give, uh, you know, props to this episode, that it was very dark. I feel like a lot of yeah. episodes can be, when they're brighter, it's usually a little bit more funny, a little lighter tone. This went dark a yeah, lot of times. And he did a good job uh, playing this kind of character, too. It was like someone that had, like, a, what, what do they call that? A crime of passion kind of thing? Yeah. Call him a dirtbag. Dirtbag, yeah. <laughs> Um, so they send him back there, and while he's looking around, he looks in the fridge back there, and once again he sees this woman, Lena, and she's got icicles all over her face. So he screams, and he books it. And then he goes home, so, and this is where we see his house. We were talking about what we were alluding to earlier of the amount of fridges that he has, and also radios. And he's got radios, and there's like newspapers all strewn about. His place looks like a total pigsty. And yeah, it, I I love that there are multiple boom boxes. It's like this is like you and I when we were like twenty one. Like this this would be without yes. the fridges, just be twenty one. Twenty one. That's right. Um, John's eyes just started back and forth. Wink, wink, wink. Um, but yeah, he's like trying to basically drown out the the noise of the the hauntings with the the music. Yeah, to drown out the screams from this well, woman. Did you know those? Was it just generic songs? I, I can't recall. I watched it a couple of times, but I just kept forgetting to look yeah, up the song. Yeah, it was generic songs. It was just, yeah, just... It was like rock and roll riff yeah. number five. Yeah. Like that. Like one of those things you have like on your computer that you play when you're using like Guitar Pro or something like that. It's yeah. Like... Well, he turns on the TV and two boomboxes at the same time, man. He knows how to party. Yeah. Uh, so he drowns out the voices. I mean, with that hair, you you gotta know how to party. He does. He parties so hard that his wife left him, <laughs> and then he kills a person. Um, that's when you party too hard. That's when it's time to uh, re-examine your life. Yeah. So uh, goes by a month time. We find out uh, when his buddy comes back by to check on him. Yo, Rick. Yo, <laughs> I thought I just let myself in, but I haven't bothered you in over a month. Um. And, and he's just been lying there. He's like, yeah, I've just basically been sick or under the weather. Well, his boss left him a voicemail saying that if he's not there in 15 minutes, he's fired. So now he effectively has no job and is just repairing refrigerators for fun. Yeah, repairing refrigerators for fun. And also, uh, I loved this scene where, I don't know if it was continuity or it was like just the way they played it. But like when they opened the fridge up, he's like, you got to have some beer in there, right? <laughs> And I don't think he does. And then they—I think that's all he's got in there. They well, they open it up and like you know he sees her, I believe, right? No, there's nothing in the fridge. But then when they open it up a second later, there's beers in there again. Oh, maybe it is a continuity. I game. think it's continuity, or maybe it was like his subconscious like masking <laughs> them so his friend wouldn't take his beers. <laughs> Fox family, you fucked up. Yep. Keep a better eye on your shit. Um. So his buddy says he hasn't been at work in a month. He looks in the fridge. There's nothing in there. And this is when he's like, hey, I'm not haunted anymore by this girl. Time to go back out and start trolling for booty. You know what the two greatest thing in the world is? <laughs> Why don't you enlighten us? Women in fridges. The two greatest joys life has to offer. Women in fridges. I love how much he loves fridges. That that that. There's the t-shirt right there. That's Women his... in fridges. <laughs> That's his first love, fridges. And everything else comes second. Uh so uh, while he's there, he tries to hit on another woman. He's there's some sleaze. It, it, was she the blonde one from before that he was looking at across the street, or the, across the bar? I think it was. Yeah. It looks the same. Um, she's uh, wearing again like a night, not like a an evening dress or something, and he's wearing his shitty sweats. Uh, and when he hits on this woman, she throws a drink, not in his face. No, it's, it's like his nipples. Yeah, it's like throws a drink in his shirt. And you could tell that they they'd probably done that take like so many times. So, like if I get another drink in the face, like please just just do it on my chest. So we can change the shirt. It's way faster. Well, this is his very first credit, so maybe he. Uh, oh really? Yeah, this is his first thing that he did. Maybe he just was like unprofessional. Like stop throwing shit in my face. Um, so he tries to kiss a woman, gets a drink in his face, and then he gets thrown out of the bar. And then uh, when he, while he's out there, he meets a new woman who's outside hanging out in the rain, and she needs a ride too. So he says, yeah, no problem. I'll give you a ride. And they take the exact same scenic route. She's a babe. She is a babe. She's a babe. She's a robo babe. Uh, and like I said, this woman was actually the wardrobe department <laughs> who, got, <laughs> who got pulled into it. So That's kudos so to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so while he's driving, he starts to get a little suspicious of this woman because she's saying stuff that's kind of suggestive about knowing that he killed a woman. 
And then he falls asleep while he's driving. That means you have been overserved, homie. Yeah, doesn't she kind of like coerce him into that too, though? Yeah, she's kind of like sitting next to him and like kind of like stroking his head and like like lulls him to sleep. Yeah. Um, and this is when he wakes up to find something not right. He wakes up and starts screaming in terror because he's now trapped inside a refrigerator. The biggest refrigerator. Well, plenty of room. King size. I thought it was like, is he in like a basement? Yeah, it looks huge when they're inside there. It was like the the strangest looking thing. It was like rustic. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. And then the woman, uh, she shapeshifts and turns into Lena, mm-hmm. the woman from before. And now it's all coming together. He's now had some revenge fall upon him. Next thing you see is the next day, I guess, or could be later than that, and his truck is being dragged out of the lake. Yeah. Um, but he's not in the cab, nope. is he? Nope. He's in the fridge. Yeah, and the, the he's it's kind of uh, locked up with his guilt and in, in his crime for the rest of his... Ooh, metaphor. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, they open up the fridge to reveal that he's trapped inside with Alina, who's the woman from before, and she's all decomposed, yeah. which is cool because it makes you... well. It, We'll get into that in the ratings, exactly what happened. I don't know. It's one of those things you're like, eh, it's supernatural. I don't want to think about it too much because once you start pulling the thread, the whole thing comes unraveled. Yeah, and like I said, I don't think Fox, uh, this show is really thinking like, you know, really like big metaphors or anything like that. By the time they're filming this, they're writing three more and starting primary filming the following day. There's camera guys in the background filming (laughs) their episode. (laughs) <laughs> They're filming them simultaneously. Yeah, just guys passing each other, like, oh, uh, yeah, and the evil camera guy in the background. Look out for that next week. He stuffs someone in the in his camera. There's nothing more important in life than a camera and women. Yeah, he's the Surgeon General of uh, cameras. Of cameras. <laughs> Jesus. All right, well, that's going to do it. Uh, that is uh, this episode. Uh, so it's time to do what we do best around here and do a little... <clears throat> Creepy Crawlers! You know, the last time we did that, it was so good, I didn't even put music behind it. Wow. Yeah. I might this time. Do you want to start us off? Uh, you do it. Okay. Um, like I said, I had to... It's getting warm in here. It is getting a little warm. Um, we decided on this episode after a couple other ones that I watched. I thought it was very funny. I love how much this refrigerator is brought up. Um you think they're in on it, though, right? They know what they're doing. They know that they're making a joke out of it, right? What do you mean? Like, the people who made this this episode, like, he, because he's talking about there's nothing like women in fridges. Like, they're I, in on I, it. I think, I think it was designed to be campy, yeah. uh, hacky kind of thing. But they must have said the word fridge and refrigerator a hundred times. It's so much in this episode. Yeah, it... Uh, yeah, keep going, sorry. But I liked the acting. I thought the dude was very believable. There wasn't any time when I was like, uh, no. Like, he really seemed like he was being terrorized, which was nice. Um, I thought the special effects for the dead body always looked really cool. Awesome. Um, better than a lot of other shows that we've watched. Um, I think that, yeah, it was funny. I don't know. I would show this to somebody else because of how absurd it is. So I'm just going to give it a, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to give it the exact same grade that they gave it on IMDb. I'll give it a 6.8. Six point eight. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, I agree with basically most of what you said. Uh, it was it was self aware. It was it was all those things that we talk about. Um, uh, what's his name? A fantastic. Excuse me, actor. Um, and for being on you know just mainstream Fox, this was pretty fun. Yeah, and it had the. I always love the the um the the kind of story arc of when the person has that slow deterioration, you know, and that torture kind of thing happening to it from something they did that that was their fault, you know, yeah, like yeah. that that like you touched on that too as well, and it just um I also liked the uh, the, the campiness, like you said, in like also the fact that there's a fucking co- someone from costume is one of the main people in it. Like it, this was Fun. definitely a shoestring shot, and and they they pulled it off fairly well. Um, would I show it to someone else? Unless they were a fan of uh, Shea Wiggum, I don't know. Shea Wiggum being the the lead. Yes, Eric Duke. Um, I don't know. I, I think it was 
I think I would if it was the right person, but I wouldn't just be like have like people and be like, oh, you got to watch this. This is great. Like, no, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go a little lower than I'm gonna go five point five. Not bad. Still respectable. But, but to, to get to your point though, the uh, the visual effects were amazing. You know what? I'm going straight six. Yeah, I'm gonna cool. give it straight six. I know what that's like. No, <laughs> on a good day. Yeah, when it's not too cold. Yeah. Cool, uh, but yeah, that um, I thought it was fun and funny. No, that was it was a nice little change up. We've uh, it's always nice to do these different shows, and um, I didn't get to watch much of this again growing up, so it was interesting. But yeah, almost the uh, the timing, like you said, was almost perfect. A- episode was on the third of October, ninety seven. You know what? I'm gonna release this on October third too. Yes, uh, I was. Um, uh, I would have been ten years old. Cool. I would have been thirty. Thir- Shut up. Uh, 13. 13. 13. That's, what, 7th grade? Something like that. Yeah. You and your brother are trying to jack off to this? Yeah, I look like Stig. I had long, greasy hair. I was overweight. I was just eating tons of uh, Starburst, just like today. Yep. Um, let's see. Yeah, it, uh, it's a nice... You know, just to go back one second. It, um, it's it's a 21-minute it's a episode, and it's, and it's like mostly... It's almost like 18 minutes once you cut out like the credits. And it's everything. pretty tight. Yeah, and so it's something if you do want to show someone, it's not going to be like a big long thing where you keep being like, no, 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 you, it, it, it gets better. You know, it's going to be over quick. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you're in, you're out, you get refrigerators, and you're done. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, shout out to fridges. Shout out to fridges. Shout out to the shorties, to the spookies. Shout out to the dads. Uh, we love y'all. Yep. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, we have a Twitter, which is at Short and Spooky. Or you could also write us an email. We're shortandspooky at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, and, and we might be, we teased that we might be releasing our Nintendo Switch IDs to uh, yes. maybe play some games with some. Uh, we can drop those next week once you got yours. Yeah, once the listeners, but just don't harass us and everything like that. But, <laughs> eh, go ahead. Or else we'll throw you in a fucking fridge. Yeah, we'll toss you in a fridge. And uh, while we wear our plain white sweatshirts. There you go. With pizza sauce on them. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week. Bye.